Good morning, everybody. Um, hope everyone's doing well. Welcome back to uh, I Inc. and Beyond. Always great to, to have listeners dialing in and, and picking up uh, some of the stuff that we're working on. I'd like to also give a quick shout out to Jeff Devereaux with No Veteran Left Behind for the support that he has provided and continues to provide to, uh, to my uh, operation here. Um, got a real interesting person in the virtual studio today. His name is Jared Schlopp. And Jarrett's the co-founder and CEO of an organization called Pingree Detroit. And, and they make a lot of leather goods and sneakers and that sort of thing and are very heavily involved in working with veterans and, and engaging veterans and that sort of thing. So I thought it'd be great if I could uh, invite him to come talk with us a little bit. And uh, I'm sure he's got some ideas and suggestions for both our veteran listeners, but also uh, people that are listening that are interested and want to support veterans. So it's kind of two audiences that we talk to. So anyway, Jared, uh, if you would, tell me a little bit about yourself. Sure. It's good to be with you, Mike, and to all of our listeners. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whenever you are. We're, we're grateful to be in community with you and to, to chat for a bit today. So as Mike said, my name is Jared Schloff. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Pingree Detroit, Pingree Manufacturing. We're a design and manufacturing cooperative that's worker-owned. We're triple bottom line, um, which means we're equally aiming to balance the maximizing of the well-being for our team, our customers, and the broader environment, which includes the neighborhoods that we're a part of. My background, I, <clears throat> I was more in the, the kind of the policy and the nonprofit world out of school, worked for the state of Michigan, you know, worked in constituent services for a senator's office. Um, was more on the side of just trying to be a public servant, but then was seeing too many gaps, too many opportunities for improvement that <laughs> I kind of threw my head over the fence, if you will, and went and started digging more into the organizing side of things, working directly with communities. And then um, I believe in my last career as a, a direct, a Midwest director for a nonprofit to, to start Pingree Detroit uh, with the whole mission of creating meaningful living wage employment opportunities for veterans and Detroiters. Um, the whole project started not as an idea for a product or as a business, but actually started where we were meeting folks, uh, especially veterans who were looking for work, looking for meaningful living wage work. And I actually employed one of these veterans that I'd met. Um, we paid them to help us do a listening campaign, where for six months we sat down with veterans nonprofits, veterans shelters, veterans organizations, and veterans themselves said, hey, what are the gaps? What do you need? What would you like to see happen? And through that six-month campaign, we, we heard this common thread uh, of folks looking for that opportunity to be part of a mission again, a part of a mission-driven environment, and, uh, and looking for that kind of work that inspires you to get up in the morning and, and go and, and do the damn thing. So we, we started Pingree with that mission in mind. Uh, we ended up landing on footwear because we hadn't done shoes in Detroit since the 50s. And then, you know, really being intentional around having strong leaders at the helm, and really working with folks to expand neighborhood resilience. That's why we decided to really focus on the veteran community and, and make sure we could build, build strength from the bottom up. I really love what you're saying there about helping people. It's, it's not only earning a wage that you, you can live on, but that you enjoy what you're doing and that you want to get up every morning. You know, too many people, there's a quote that I like to say from Thoreau that says, most people leave lives of quiet desperation and go to the grave with their song unsung. And I think our listeners have probably heard me quote that before. And it's unfortunate because we, we, we gotta, you gotta pay the bills, you gotta take care of things. 
But when you can do things that are really serving your soul and, and part of who you are and what you want to be doing, that's just that's just wonderful. It really sounds like you're you're striving to to help veterans do that. Um, that's just I really like that. Let me let me while I'm thinking about that also plug the workshop we've got coming up in um, the 9th of September. It's a three-day workshop spread out over four weeks uh, for veterans to help them make the transition from the, the military life to the civilian life. And a lot of what we talk about in the workshop is how do you help somebody think about things so that they are more empowered and making the choices that they're making. And it plays right into the kinds of opportunities that, uh, that it sounds like you have. So that's really, really cool. How do folks um, sign up for that, Mike? What's that? How do folks sign up for that workshop? Um, I'll send you the link and I'll also um, put the link on this podcast. Perfect. It's actually a joint effort that we've got going with the uh, Project Management Institute here in Detroit and in New Jersey. So we're doing, we got to connected with them and, you know, veterans are all over the place and uh, we're, we're really trying to serve a, a broad group. So I'd appreciate it if you'd let people know about it. That would, that would be wonderful. I'll send you the link when we're done. Excellent. Wonderful. Well, what, uh, what are your thoughts about, uh, what, 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 what recommendations do you have? What, what, uh, what do you encourage veterans to do? How can, how can we help them be more successful in pursuing strategy after they transition out of the military? Sure. Well, I think for, for starters, um, of course, finding other veterans to connect with is always, I think, a, a strategic opportunity to both have folks you can relate to, folks who might be a, a year removed beyond you that might have some great guidance, some good you know, cheat codes, if you will, to, to simplify and make things easier. Uh, I always advocate for groups like Bunker Labs, Mission Continues, Team Red, White, and Blue, um, if folks want to get their hands a little bit more dirty, you know, Team Rubicon, you know, folks that are doing disaster you know, relief. There are so many great organizations that are often led by veterans and working and geared towards connecting veterans with other veterans. Um, I definitely always see a ton of advantages in that frame. Um, with us, you know, we are always looking to recruit strong leaders, strong folks who have skill sets they're looking to apply, who have a, a service first mindset that uh, want to do things bigger than themselves. You know, so Pingree's mission is, is much bigger than just creating work, right? We're, we're taking materials that otherwise were destined for the landfill from the big three, and we're taking that brand new car seat leather and steering wheel leather, and we're turning it into things like, you know, high-end shoes, and uh, we're taking seatbelts out of cars and turning them into dog leashes, and we're creating backpacks, and we're, we're doing that under the umbrella of a worker-owned cooperative, which means 77 cents of every dollar goes right back to the workers as far as profit sharing. And so our mission is to create stronger neighborhoods. We want to empower neighborhoods to folks who want to learn sewing, want to learn shipping, receiving, logistics, um, transportation. How do we effectively eliminate waste streams? We want to create a completely closed loop. So we're looking for folks who are always down to get down and dirty. And what I always recommend is when folks are looking for opportunities, those workshops like you're talking about, to be able to translate your skill set that you uh, if you're an operator or if you were um, doing back-end logistics there are, are, or you were a tank operator, whatever your skill set was, there are ways you can translate those skills from a leadership development perspective where, you know, you were managing teams, you were managing 
time sensitive information, there are so many skill sets that you can translate to kind of the civilian world so that a hiring manager hears that and they hear leadership or they hear HR or they hear this person be great on, on, on the assembly line because of their, they've worked a lot with their hands. I think there are unique opportunities to simplify and to communicate those. And um, I think there are tons of great, great resources on the grounds and it's, some of those are hard to find on occasion. So um, work with groups like Mike, the one that you are working with and those different VSOs and different groups, I think is a great start. Very cool. And I, I didn't really realize the, the recycling component of, of your company and that you are, I love what you're saying, that you're taking part, products out of the car. So this leftover products from the assembly operation and stuff where they would have just scrapped it and you're able to recycle it and put it into, uh, I, I love the, the high-end high shoes out instead of uh, uh, seat covers and stuff like that. That's, that's we, a pretty we, cool story. We call upcycling, you know, so sometimes, you know, it smells like a new car because it nearly was, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and that's kind of the, the broader umbrella, right? With, with the, the aim on our team, one of the challenges and opportunities, I think, for a lot of businesses is to shift beyond just a singular mindset where we're only looking at a bottom line of profit and growth kind of at all costs and instead looking at a more fully comprehensive approach that says, listen, the people on our team are not just a value add for some number. These are human beings that have so much to give. And let's find ways to maximize their morale on the floor, the volunteer opportunities in their community, um, you know, paying for things like float tank therapy that we know does a world of difference when it comes to supporting folks with traumatic brain injuries, PTSD. Everyone in the world, civilian or veteran, can benefit from things like float tank therapy and yoga and getting massages regularly, right, for the mental health. Mm -hmm. There's a lot we can do for that well-being side, and that those things should be supported and funded. Um, and so we take an active approach on creating wraparound services, whether it's you know, a battle buddy on, on the shop floor that you can talk to when you're having a hard day and when you're in the head, you need to get out, you know, get back in the rhythm. Um, or if there's somebody you need to call to when you just need to work through stuff. We all have our bad days. And especially uh, the warriors among us who have served and who've demonstrated their commitment to service. If they need support, there's nothing wrong with asking for support, but it, it takes time. When you're in the atmosphere that you are as a veteran, it's not always welcomed and invited to, to, to express your feelings or to say you're, you know, you're having a difficult time, that's shunned, right? So to shift that culture and to create uh, opportunities and inviting folks to lean on each other and to reach out when, when support's needed, that's strength. Vulnerability is a strength. And we're working on creating a culture that invites that forward. You know, something else that you hit on there and, and that is, is part of the idea behind in my workshops is this whole idea of abundance, you know, that people are capable of so much. And when you think about things, if you're approaching it from scarcity, it's just you're just focusing on what you got to do today kind of thing. But when you're abundance, the potential opportunities that are out there, and it sounds like you're so much engaged with this philosophy of approaching things from a sense of abundance and an entrepreneurial kind of mindset. Definitely. See things and see opportunities. And when you get into that mindset, the world is your oyster because there are so many opportunities. There's so much stuff that you can do, but if you're not there, it's really hard to see that stuff. And then, so that's part of what we're trying to do is help veterans make that transition. And boy, it sounds like that's right up your alley in terms of what you're doing with them too. So that's wonderful. Thank you, Mark. I like the, the concept of abundance. I, I think it's 
one, it's a daily practice. It's not something that, oh, once you get there, then now you've got an abundance mindset. I believe these things are daily rituals, daily practices. And there are, uh, I'm excited for folks to be a part of your workshop to learn how to go about creating that mindset and then massaging that, working it, working that out just like any other muscle to reframe and refocus what we're focusing on versus what I don't have compared to what I do have. It takes time. It takes a lot of hustle. Uh, and that's, it's, it's a journey. And I think, you know, veterans can best one speak for themselves and can best learn and support and work with one another. I could never claim to know what's best for veterans because I myself didn't serve. Right. So I'm merely working alongside and building with uh, and learning along the way and do my best to just support in ways in which folks are inviting us to create support systems around. I love it. I love it. I'm going to invite you to be a guest speaker at one of my workshops. <laughs> <laughs> You're hitting on a lot of cool stuff. And, and, I, and I encourage you to take a look at uh, when I send you the, the link and stuff. Take, you know, you can even go out and sign up if you want and get, get plugged into it. I'd love to have you participate in it or just take a look at some of the, the material, but that's- Thanks, Mike. Well, listen, um, I could talk to you all day because it's we've really got a similar kind of mindset and I appreciate this, but are there any kind of last minute thoughts you have, recommendations for veterans, what to do, how to do things? We're gonna have uh, information on the on the podcast where they could reach out to you and contact you. I'm assuming you're, you're okay with that. But course, are there any, any, any uh, last minute uh, recommendations, suggestions you have for, for our veterans? Yeah, one, uh, uh, just a reminder that we need you. You are not alone. You are stronger than you think. And so many organizations would so benefit from your skills, your passions, your experience, and your leadership. Um, it can be developed and, you know, there are so many examples of exceptionally talented entrepreneurs all across the world that served. And so as much as the challenges you face, as you overcome them, that just strengthens your character. And we, we, we need you. So uh, reach out, connect with other veterans, veterans groups like the ones I mentioned previously. Um, I invite anyone, whether it's a veteran or civilian listening, to check out pingredetroit.com. That's P-I-N-G-R-E-E, detroit.com. Um, Instagram, Facebook, you know, we are creating a story together. We truly believe we're alongside you in this journey. Uh, and we, you know, anyone we can support, we're always here. And we're always looking for good folks. So um, we're in the midst. We'll be hiring folks. We teach from the ground up, skilled trades in shoemaking, leather crafting, industrial sewing. And so, uh, you know, we're all in this together. Great, great. Well, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time. It was real fun to meet you, and I'm sure we're going to be connecting in a variety of ways going forward. So It was a gift to talk, Mike, and thank you for everyone taking the time to listen. We're grateful to be in community with you. Thanks again. Take care. Have a great day. Bye.